Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, Joey McGuire's message to the Red Raiders during the open week and also a significant shuffle on the offensive line. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. And right now, if you're a new customer, you can bet only five bucks and you're getting 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started with the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan, and we're getting started today with a football-heavy conversation, pardon me, featuring the one and only Joey McGuire. Let's get to some sound to kick her off here, Chris, regarding what obviously is a looming open weekend and then a short week, so they're actually bumping up a game week schedule a little bit that'll bleed into this week and weekend. It's Texas Christian on the docket coming up on Thursday night from Jones Stadium. But as the Red Raiders begin to climb back uh, to hopefully 500 and maybe some pursuit of a bowl-eligible qualifying win, Joey McGuire was asked about a message to the team. Here's Coach McGuire. We don't have a game coming up against TCU that's going to make us bowl-eligible. Like, it still counts one, you know, and so you got to do that. Like, we've got to – worry about us getting better and knowing who our opponent is, but us getting better. We've not played very good football. You know, we didn't play very good football. And then the biggest message is take care of the football. And on the other side, you know, the frustrating thing about the last two games is we can say we've turned the ball over, I think, four times against K-State, maybe three, five times against BYU. We've had zero takeaways. So we're not balancing it out either. We're not, you know, giving the offense short fields. you know, and, and so I think that's a big part of it too. The message is like playing off of each other, but you know, being one and oh. I think that's the biggest thing because if we start thinking about that, I mean, we're so far away from that, we got to worry about what's right in front of us. It's going to be very difficult, as painful as it is to say. I mean, it's going to be very difficult to get to a bowl game uh, with what you have left because you you've just run out of you know opportunities. Um, you know, I remember last year you were at four and five and we were maybe having similar conversations. And then you, you at that point, you never lost. I don't know if you could pull that off uh, this year or not, but you've got, you know, four opportunities left and you uh, you know, have to at least win three of them or it's not going to happen for you. You know, and that's, you know, that that's, you know, what, so what TCU, uh, then at Kansas, then Central Florida, who's got their quarterback back now, and then uh, you go to Texas. Those are the four opportunities two away, two at home. You had some goals before the season. Most of those are, are, are not. But I, I do think, you know, you and I had had these conversations. And I want to get to another point that he made, too, about, you know, the lack of takeaways in a second. But, you know, Cal, when you and I talked about, you know, you could you could be seven, five, eight, and four, which is going to be very difficult to pull off at this point, and, and, and not have, like, the – a better record than the previous year and you still feel like you're you're progressing and that's what you just want to see you just want to see like kind of like because really this the rest of these four games win or lose it's about kind of what what Baron can do and what the offense can do and can they kind of start to 
get, get out, you know, move the ball easier, better, uh, and all those things with a lot of pieces that potentially you won't have next year, like Taj maybe and some offensive linemen, and you're just not sure how much that. But it, so it's really about you know Baron Morton, and and I do think uh, I do think, and we'll talk about Baron in a little bit, but I do think that what Joey says is that, and it's it's been interesting because a lot of talk about play calling. You've seen it. I've seen it. You know, Zach Kittley's gotten a lot of like, you know, blame and grief, and it's like solely responsible for a lot of these things. But boy, I, 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 it is amazing to me that nobody has any issue. I mean, seemingly no issue, like no qualms at all about a freshman quarterback running in the end zone five times, you know, uh, and, and you just not making any kind of plays on defense. And I thought the expectations were, equally as much on both sides of the ball with a lot of age and experience on offense. Certainly we've talked about it, but a lot of age and experience on defense as well. And there's just not been a lot of those game changing plays for as much as the offense has struggled. Um, I, I think that, you know, the, the defense has just not really made a lot of those, those plays that make games easier or help anything at all. Um, can't get the ball on the turf. Uh, I, I th- you know, just uh, I, I think you 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 you've dropped some interceptions or just haven't. You know, I don't know. But and I get it. I get the frustration. Everybody when, when you lose, it's like people want to blame and point, and and that's part of it. But I just I, it's been it's been weird that nobody seemingly has any issue about you know like the you know the, the defense compared to the offense. This is really like the offense has taken a lot of the 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 quote unquote blame here. And I, I think it's because Joey's always been good. He t- he talks about that. He's like, if I ever go into that offensive room and I get real frustrated about the, a turnover or being loose with the ball, it, trust me, I'm I'm absolutely going to go in the defensive room and I'm going to point out when we don't get any kind of takeaways because that's equally their jobs. Take care of it, cause them, and like you know, and 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 really both have not been happening uh and so but it's not just so one-sided i guess but i thought it was interesting that he pointed out and again i get everybody's frustrated and and all that but it's almost like you're you're being a contrarian by you pointing anything out about this defense because i think jalen and tony and those corners and and rabbit and all they would all tell you we we have not been anywhere near good enough um and you know so anyway interesting point uh you can find a monday thumbnail related to this show after the k-state game that said shredded it was all about defensive qualms on this show. I will say, however, I interpret it in a different way, or at least I feel differently about that kind of comment. First, today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks, the most exciting way to test your skills and play daily fantasy sports, and a great way to add juice to any game, anytime. And if you've got the game, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay. Quick withdrawals and a giant selection of players, projections, and stat categories are just part of what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use our code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, right now, Prize Picks is going to match your first deposit up to $100. With the promo code locked on college at prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Daily fantasy sports made easy. 
Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And these days, every new hire can feel like a huge gamble. And when we're talking about your business or livelihood, that's not ideal. But never fear, LinkedIn Jobs is here to help by finding the best qualified candidates available fast and for free, all on one easy to use and secure platform. With simple but specific targeting tools allowing you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to consider. They go beyond just resume data by using insights from your job post, your company, and their 870 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates faster than anyone else. So go to linkedin.com slash college today to identify the most qualified candidates and connect with them fast and for free. Just like a bad hire could sink your ship, the right hire could take your business to new heights this year. And it's no coincidence that small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. It's so easy. Even a big 12 ref could do it. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free today with LinkedIn jobs. Terms and conditions apply. I really only take it to be a head coach trying to defend or maybe, I don't know, just spread some of it around and keep from piling on the offense and almost no more. Because, Chris, I don't view a five turnover day for the offense and a zero takeaway for the defense as equally poor for those groups. Like a defense easily could be a part of a winning day and never take the ball away. An offense can pretty much never be a part of a winning day and give it up five times, I think. So I I don't know. I kind of, I guess when I heard that, I'm almost just sort of thinking to myself from a football perspective, uh, that's the coach just trying to kind of say, hey, we're losing as a team. You know, we got this going on too defensively. We're not taking it away either. But I don't know. I would have some, I would have difficulty juggling those as equal uh, as far as shortcomings because I just, I mean, good grief. I guess you can go into it saying, hey, D, your O's probably going to turn it over five times. So if you don't take it away three, it's your fault. <laughs> it's a failure. Yeah. I, I get what everybody's saying. We need more big plays. But I, I don't know. I guess I interpret them a little differently. And that that's not you know anything against Joey McGuire taking up and just trying to say we're losing as a team. That, and it that was sense? That's kind of how I yeah. interpret it. And, and I think that's fair. And it, it was, I guess, technically it was four turnovers because Miles Price was on a special teams play. But yeah, point, point well, yeah, taken. True. and. Just yeah. lopsided. But yeah, absolutely. You you can't honestly. I, I just don't know if you can win either way. You know, I don't know <laughs> if you can win when you turn it over that much, and you and you just can't win against good teams if you just don't, you know, wreak any havoc. You know, but you just I, I just don't, you know, because it's like for you know, as much as we want people to or, or people to talk about, man, you gotta run it more, run it more. At some point, if you want to win and win big in this league, your QB is going to have to step up and be a dude. Like, yeah. make plays, win you a game, win you a game on the road, make a key throw. I mean, you know, and, and like, be a, be a part of it. You can't just, you know, run it. And that's not, 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 that's not to say that that's what people are saying. But I also think that, like, you can't – because I've seen Oklahoma State, the year that they went to the Big 12 championship game – they didn't really have this dynamic offense at all, but they led the league in takeaways. Yep. They almost got to the Big 12 championship game solely because they were opportunistic. They kept giving their offense. And, and so, it, it, and maybe maybe that is, you know, because 
nine penalties against BYU too, which was yep. frustrating. And we've talked about some of that as well, but no, I, I think yeah, you, you make a valid point and that's fair. But I, I also think that again, and, and we did, we pointed out the five rushing touchdowns and all that stuff. And so I guess <laughs> yeah. the point, the point is the point really frustratingly to admit there's lots of problems here. That's correct. It's not, it, it's <laughs> lot, it's lots of, there's lots of issues here. Pick, Pick one, and, and and a lot of people have picked theirs, uh, but I think there, there's yeah. lots of there's lots of problems. I guess that's the whole point, <laughs> and it's not a good point to try to make, but it is. The- We've all got our favorite precious rock to rest all our <laughs> blames and worries and troubles on, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm still mad the horse had to sit out the last game. I guess that that's where I'm laying uh, the day to day, man. Just day to day, just like the rest of us. Um, yeah, and it really kind of changed. I mean, you had some shortcomings from a defensive perspective, say, against K-State or some of these other weekends where you'd say, man, you're going backwards too often. Uh, and that's one thing. Or say offensively, you're not really sustaining drives or you know whatever it was at that time. But nothing has really been like the last couple of weeks when we've been drowning under the turnover avalanche, right? It, it's gotten wildly out of control with the freshman quarterback and all of these things. So I'm almost in the camp of I'm burning game tape <laughs> from about the last six quarters or so, I don't know, five and a half quarters yeah, or so. Well, because like, look at the th- like Oregon, Oregon, Kansas State, BYU combined. Th- these are three of your losses combined. You had eleven turnovers in those three games, Oof. and you had a combined zero takeaways, <laughs> which are both a problem. Yeah, like uh, it's both a problem, right? Uh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, here's something maybe to make you feel a little bit better. Okay, not better. No, I'm not going to use that word for this. All right, so we're anticipating something on the defensive side of things as far as a return to some plan or some form, I guess. We're optimistic about Jacob Rodriguez returning to the fold when Texas Christian comes up next week. But uh, the football fates say, hey, Texas Tech, you can't have all nice things at once. So we're going to tinker with your offensive line. Take a listen to this from Red Raider head coach Joey McGuire. And by the way, this is on the heels of Cole Spencer still being sidelined. This is a different offensive line conversation as more change is on the way. Here's Coach McGuire. Rusty's going to right guard and Dennis is going to center. It's not the reason that we're not doing that. Um, we're doing it injury to his right elbow. And you saw it at the end. Now, we had bad snaps throughout the game, so it wasn't. you can't use that as an excuse from early in the game. Um, or we had snaps that were off target. I think there was 26% of the snaps that were off target. So meaning that that quarterback, I don't care who it is, anytime you've got to take your eyes away, you know, down or anything like that, it's hard to play that position. So our plan is uh, to move Dennis to center and Rusty to right guard. One of the many things that I think is, is, is you know, hurt, hurt the offense has been the occasional bad snap because – and I think you saw a lot of it at, at BYU, uh, you know, at, at the ankles and and just because the, the timing of everything, whether you're trying to execute a handoff, which we saw that they had problems with, with, you know, a, a route being run, you know, like bending over and then looking up and then, okay, now I got to see what did I miss in those one, two seconds <laughs> with what the defense is doing at that safety? Did he go this way or that way? Whatever. I think that that is not, Ideal and, and and factors into all the that, that has plagued you here at, at some level. I think uh, I think Rusty had gotten better uh, as a as a center as the season had gone along. I don't know if he's been 
you know, what, what they had overall hoped. I think Rusty would tell you the same thing. Um, I have no problem with Dennis Wilburn playing center for you. We thought, we thought that the, the, the best scenario, or they thought that getting Rusty here and playing Dennis at more of his natural position but you and I talked all last year and really the summer. I thought Dennis Wilburn was maybe the most valuable slash most important player on your entire offense because your your offensive line shuffled quite a bit. There was injuries and all those things. The quarterbacks last year shuffled quite a bit. He was the one mainstay and kept it afloat. Uh, you know, and not that he's some savior at center, but I have zero issues with him playing center now. I don't think that is anything to worry about, be concerned about. In fact, I, I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. If, if, and it's being dictated because of another, you know, injury to, to Rusty where to his right. Uh, Cause I think Joey actually said after the game against BYU, they considered taking him out in the middle of a series, but just left him in there because he kind of was playing through it. But now we yep. see that maybe it, it's a bit worse than, than, than they thought again, can still play through it, but it's going to, affect the, the hand the hand that he snaps with and so don't want to don't want to chance it because I mean I'm I may be wrong Cowan I could be forgetting I just don't know if you had the inconsistency with any snaps last year with Dennis at center and again maybe I'm remembering wrong but I don't remember that but this has not just been a BYU game problem there's been some of these other issues and as I think Joey even stated this wasn't an issue with him at Western Kentucky, but it's been it's been a you know kind of a problem at times, and he goes back to maybe just somebody trying to do a bit too much or worried about who's in front of them as opposed to just the snap and all those things. But it throws everything off. Yeah, no question, and I, I don't recall uh, at least as often uh, seeing that happen. So I think this is kind of unique unto this season, at least as far as my memory serves. I was interested, however, to hear, okay, not only are we making the change and Wilburn is back here, but stats is going where he was. And I'm wondering if Spencer had not already been afflicted, would we even see stats still there at right guard at all? Uh, would it have been like a Jackson swap there? Or that the right yeah. guard spot becomes very intriguing here. And I, and I don't think uh, I don't think Jacoby Jackson has just lit it up since he's come in. Uh, I, I will say that I don't think he's been just like any kind of like upgrade or like some like oh yeah we we you know I, I don't know yeah. if that is what has happened yet unfortunately so I will say that um, he's still young but that that's going to be a position we 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 need to spend a lot of time on unfortunately like in December and like going forward with whatever happens because. I think the the Caden Cars, uh, the the Daniel Sills, the the Nick Fadigs, those guys are pups, but they are closer to being ready than some of the guys just above them. Man, it, it, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's just the reality of it uh, on on what, what the thinking is there, and I think we you know we we mentioned that the, the other day about you know I think there's some thought that you may go get try to get two out of the portal just to kind of get some level of of age. Uh, and experience with you losing likely Cole and Dennis and uh, and Rusty. Um, so we'll see. But uh, again, you would have – and Ty Buchanan has also been out for the last couple of weeks, and he will be out for a couple of more weeks. And so those were kind of six and seven, which is now mm. a starter slash 
you know, I think, you know, like Caleb Rodkey, uh, a, a walk-on, uh, is is likely to be somebody that would get inserted into the game as like a sixth guy uh, or even a, a Matt Keeler who, who started a game last year and all that stuff. So yeah, this position is just not near as short up as you would like to hope. And it's been really part of the problem over the last five to eight years, just depth starters just like having it turn into a machine where it feeds itself and you've, you've got them stacked up and all that. It just hasn't been what you've gotten into here, but uh, not at all. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, let's get to this, which I thought was the most jarring thing I heard from Joey McGuire today. First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And fall is in the air. Helmets are on heads. Briskets are on smokers. And the action is with America's number one sports book. And there's never been a better time to join in on that action than right now because new FanDuel customers can bet only $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. So dive in and join in on the fun with FanDuel by downloading their safe, secure, and easy-to-use app where you can bet on all things under the sports sun. And when you're a winner, you're always paid instantly with FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to bet five bucks and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The most jarring thing I heard from Joey McGuire today, and this may have been something that was generally kind of a timeline that was I don't know, generally known, or you're kind of hazy on, well, I know the time is piling up that he hasn't been very active in practice after a couple of weeks. But Chris, Coach McGuire said that this is as active of a week as Baron Morton has had since the week leading up to West Virginia. It's October 25th. That game was played on September 23rd. That's about a month, folks, that this dude has been getting ready for weekends with not much week activity, weekly activity. And I, I knew he was limited, but I, I guess I've just been seeing this, the time slip by, Chris. I, that just kind of blew me away to hear that it has actually been that long. Yeah, so, you know, Bar Joey indicated that Barron had a grade three AC joint sprain. Uh, I think to, to give you an idea, like Pat played through this. Um, it's very, very painful. And you when, it, when it's on your throwing shoulder, you don't really, you know – it's like you don't know how much you know to put on a throw, take off of a throw. Uh, if you get if it gets landed on, it's just extremely painful. You can play through it. Like I'll, I'll just explain it to you this way too. I believe it's been reported that Quinn Ewers at Texas has a grade two sprain, AC joint sprain, and they've shut him down for a period of weeks. It sounds like. I mean, Malik Murphy is going to get the start for for Texas this weekend with Arch Manning backing him up, but Texas Tech and and and, and Barron, he, he, he played through it a bit. And, you, you know, I, I don't know all the medical details and all those things. I just uh, pointing that out. But I just think it's interesting because Joey indicated, you know, he these are the first throws he's made in the middle of a week in a month. Um, and I think it would be, okay, so, and, and it's fair to criticize play calling. It's fair to criticize scheme. It's fair to criticize uh handoff execution it's also fair to like now understand it would be fairly difficult to like put something together going week to week not ever seeing your quarterback throw 
not knowing how far he can throw it, like i.e. the BY, I mean the uh, the Baylor game on the the deep ball, um, which was underthrown. And I, I think it would be a bit tricky because unless I'm misunderstanding, the first throws he's made in each of these games that he played were in warm-ups. Yeah. And that's the first throws he's made since the previous game. So that, that's just a lot to like consume and like, you know, um, it sucks. Uh, all of it. Uh, uh, it, it, but this is the hand that you were dealt and this is the hand that everybody's tried to play with. And you've, you've continued to, to, to have a bad hand and like, you've kind of folded a little bit, you know, with, oh, yeah. uh, with, with your, with your, the, the hand you were dealt. But I, I think it, it's there. It, it was a lot more tenuous than I think anybody knew week to week. Uh, and, and even him, because again, one, okay. Throwing it is one thing, but I don't know what, I, what, what do you have? Like, can you, can you get it 20 yards? Can you get it 30 yards? Can we even take a shot down the field? Um, do we, does it, everything need to be quick game? You have no idea. So this is why I think that they had talked about Jake strong had gotten a lot of these reps, uh, and, and Baron hadn't really thrown it all, you know? So yeah, and every week there's like I imagine some process between an OC, a quarterback, you know, wide receivers, whatever it might be. Like, wh- which ones do you like, and which throws do you like to make? Do you feel comfortable making? Where do you like to fit it in? Yada yada. I mean, it goes on and on. It's an eternal conversation week to week to week, I guess. But you probably don't get a whole lot of feedback from a dude in a hoodie who's got his hands there in the front pocket. No or timing. I mean, <laughs> no chem- No chemistry. Yeah. No, I mean, no, no, nothing. Yeah. I mean, you could be out there and, and mentally go through it, but um, it's just, it just kind of just, just file it away with all the rest of the, the, <laughs> exactly. It, the file's getting fat. What'd maddening, <laughs> sad, frustrating. Like it's so tiresome with your QB health issues, but it, this is just, uh, yeah. And, and you were good enough, obviously, to beat, you know, Baylor, good enough to beat Houston. With, with with what ailed you here, uh, but obviously I think it it showed up against Kansas State when it got it got hit and he couldn't go forward with it and it was just like at this point it's like man, you know so you're, anyway. you're a you're a car with three wheels the other one's rolling down the road. Once upon a time I had to change a flat, put a tire on a trailer driving down the highway. All of a sudden that same tire is passing me in the vehicle. This is not a joke. You ever been passed by a tire you just put on? That's the way it felt like. Only on a video. That's the way it yeah, felt like. I, I mean, those seriously. That, those tires, those, those tires <laughs> like flying down there and smashing into a cafe on the side of the street. Or and whatever. my sweet, like, patient oh. grandfather watching from the passenger seat just thinking, well, we're going to have to find it. And we did in the pasture. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I've got Red Raider buddies who are like just lighting up the torches this week after BYU. Like, boy, this is where I draw the line. I'm thinking, what are you, nuts? Freshman QB? Oh, what? So I'm kind of hoping this is one wheel off the last couple of weeks and maybe get a wheel put back on with your quarterback because I do feel like, Chris, in, in some of these ball games, you're still going to have a chance to win in the fourth quarter. And I know how de- deflating it was against BYU, but from a points perspective, you were not out of that game. And if you had a guy from a signal calling perspective that can make some plays, maybe you wouldn't have been. So I hope we get back to it. I, I know that I'm kind of hoping against hope because here's the other deal. Uh, and we're out of time to get into it much further. And you'll probably thank us for this because it could be a painful conversation. Don't pardon the pun. The dude's not going to be at 100% next Thursday. He's not going to be at 100% the following Saturday. The fo- You know, I mean, he, this is something he's going to have to continue to deal with. But I hope at least 
<laughs> Here's a greedy thought. Can we get him in some practice feeling good enough to get in practice week to week? I mean, that'd be a trend in the right direction. So just hoping for good things, man. But uh, a little background on uh, what he's been working with. Yeah, I go back to the very beginning of this. <laughs> to me, this is all about barren and development and like because he's still fairly inexperienced here but this is yeah. now his team his program and you you would envision that for the next you know rest of the season and the two years uh following and so that's what this remaining of this season however long it lasts needs to be about is is number two and you know yeah. getting him more experience and getting him comfortable and uh let's get this thing rolling we are back on the other side to preview the open weekend, a weekend in which we cannot lose. So hope you'll join us for the final go round coming up tomorrow on Locked On Texas Tech. Actually, we're going to preview a ball game. Red Raiders, Aggies on the hardwood. What year is it? I don't know, but load up your sock full of quarters and head out to Denton. We're going to dance with AM over the weekend. We'll hear from Grant McCaslin. Tomorrow, we've also got a message from Mama for a Red Raider football conversation of the day coming up on the other side, and we'll preview the Big 12 slate, the one that the Red Raiders will sit out for the time being before getting back to it next Thursday against the Horn Frogs. Looking forward to one more round with you, Chris. Thanks for the time as always, man. Absolutely. Uh, appreciated it. Um, keep hope alive. If anybody can find any, you know, but we're, but we're, that, that's what we're about here, man. Find some, find that's some, right. keep it alive, rub it, be nice to nurture it, it, all that good stuff. Yeah, nurture it, water it, whatever you need to Sunlight, do. Sunlight, air. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with, uh, with more. That's right. A little fertilizer, a little bull every once in a while will do you good. And that's what I'm here for. So join us tomorrow. Subscribe so you never miss an episode on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts right back here on Locked On Texas Tech.